Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. In today's episode, we meet Raven Michelle. Now, Raven is a life coach, keynote speaker, and the host of the Reset with Raven podcast. She spent the first two decades of her life suppressing her dreams and not taking the leap of faith to follow those dreams that she always had with inside of herself. Now, this led to merely existing and not living until one day she gave herself permission to dream again. Now, Raven works with dreamers to discover exactly what they desire in their life, develop a strategic plan to achieve it, and partner with them to execute that plan so they can live their dreams. She believes that you shouldn't just see your dreams in your sleep, but while you're awake. Now, Raven is a master at awakening the dreams of emerging and established leaders, and her mission is to help other leaders create a life that is in alignment with their dreams, visions, and goals. And she's here to tell us all about how she does it. So let's welcome Raven Michelle to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hey, Raven. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Glad to be here. (laughs) You are a dreamer. Let us know all about these dreams. I know we all have dreams, but many of us don't achieve those dreams, right? We allow them to just be dreams. I remember a quote. There was a quote once where someone said that the most dreams is in the graveyard. I like to share that quote as well. So you're still in my thunder now. <laughs> yes. The late great Dr. Miles Monroe has said that numerous times that the richest place on earth is the cemetery. Oh, right. And why is it the richest place on earth? Unlived dreams, Unlived unaccomplished dreams. goals, visions that people never went after. Businesses and investments and things that people never did because they allowed things to stop us. But you had a dream when you first started out, but it was a little rocky getting started. Can you share our listeners how your life began? Yes, yes. So I am from a small town. I am small town girl that has always had big dreams. And as I was sharing with you a few minutes ago offline, I'm from Southwest Georgia, small rural town, and I didn't have a lot of opportunities growing up here to really explore a lot of the things that interested me. And I've always been interested in media, theater, art. So I did some community theater. I did some 
acting classes, but I really never pursued that because growing up, I felt that it was impossible. And not only felt that it was impossible to make a career out of that, I was told that, hey, it's so hard. You're going to have to move out to L.A. You know, it's only, you know, one in a million chance that you'll actually make it. So I really suppressed that dream for decades. And I went on to college. It was really great in math and science. So I took initially the pre-med route, thought I was going to be a doctor. And then around my junior year of college, I um, was doing internships and apprenticeships with different parts of the healthcare community and people within the healthcare community. This was so pivotal for me that I got an opportunity to uh, do an apprenticeship with a podiatrist. And I remember initially I was so disappointed. I was like, feet. <laughs> I want to do some real medicine. And oh, wow, this physician changed my life. He really shared with me, you know, one of the things that I needed to get an understanding was, was about the business of healthcare, And that so many independent physicians, as well as just people that are working within a healthcare enterprise, struggle with that, understanding how to operate um, a healthcare environment. So I went on to get my master's in healthcare administration, and that was the opportunity to really marry healthcare and business, and then I didn't have to be clinical. Fast forward through spending nearly a decade in the healthcare world, last year I was the interim CEO of a hospital, and we all know that the healthcare uh, world has experienced a lot of weight, a lot of heaviness, just really it's been an opportunity to see that there's some, there's a lot of hiccups in the healthcare system and how uh, important essential workers are. And just last year was for me personally, it was a, it was an opportunity for me to start thinking about my own mortality as I'm in these patients rooms, as I'm walking the halls, I started thinking about Raven, look what has happened to our entire world. Look how life can change in a moment, in an instant. Are you doing what you know you were called to do? Are you following that that burning dream that won't go away? I believe another thing too, our dreams don't go away. They, they, they're still there. Whether we suppress them, whether we ignore them or not, they're still there. And I knew I had a desire, a calling for something more. I call it an inner tug. So the end of last year, I really, after a lot of meditation, prayer, as well as consulting with what I consider like my fab five, my top friends, families, and mentors, decided that this was a time for me to exit and to really go after my dreams. And I left that role. And I took time as after that to figure out what is my next and what does next look like? I'm in that that season right now, um, 2021, trying to figure out what is my next and how will I make that biggest impact and influence. And one of the, the key things that I have discovered is that I'm a natural encourager, uplifter, affirmer. And that was one of the things, the key components that allowed me to really be able to grow and and enhance my leadership skills and promote quickly in the workforce. And that is what I love helping other young professionals and early careers and emerging leaders with. And that is what I get the pleasure to do right now. And again, it's a journey. I'm still evolving. I'm still, as Michelle Obama says, becoming, but it's been quite the journey and I'm excited about it. 
I think we all are. Many of us forget that it is a journey. Life is a journey of understanding and learning and knowledge and growth in so many different areas. Now I want to take you back to that little girl in a small town with big dreams. Now you had these big dreams, but you you chose to go the other route and do what most people say. Hey, go get education and get a real job. For me, I, I did both, but I did jump to L.A. thinking I was going to be a movie star. <laughs> and, and it was the most amazing thing in the world. But yeah, I did have a great corporate job, but I had an opportunity to dabble that, in that a little bit. And that was very exciting in my early 20s. So I did get to experience that. But coming from a small town, you don't have those opportunities. You don't. And I know everyone's telling you, hey, suppressing you in many different ways. Go get your education and get a real job. Are those the things that you heard from your parents or people around you? You know, my my parents have always been very supportive of me. There definitely were people that I would call naysayers, though, however, around me. And I recognize it now. You know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, but it was just noise. It was noise and it was people that was uninformed. And it is, a lot of it's people projecting their fears and their doubts on you and us internalizing what someone else has said and us internalizing someone saying, well, I couldn't do it. So that means you can't do it either. And I think another thing, I didn't have the, the self-awareness about myself. And I, and I think also too, just in terms of my connection with the higher power, the great I am, I don't think that my, my connection or for, with the source was as strong because now, present day, I know that he won't let me fail with whatever, you know, wherever there's vision, there's also provision. But at the time, I didn't have that type of understanding. But definitely, I think it's super important. And that's what people that I get an opportunity or get the pleasure and honor to work with now, I share with them. Be careful what you allow to pour into you. Be careful um, the energy, the environment that you're around and also, too, where you allow your seed to be planted. You know, I was just telling someone the other day, there's a difference between dirt and soil. It's rich. Yeah. Dirt is empty. And at the time growing up, I didn't have the wherewithal to decipher between the two. And a lot of people don't. And with anything, it takes experience and practice. You know, you may have a spiritual surroundings when you're young, but it still takes a while to develop that. You know, I always went to church as a child or sent myself to church, read the Bible. I had no idea what that was. I just knew I needed to do it. But it took me until now to understand and have a strong foundation and, and strength within my spirituality that can combat anything. And so when you're young, I can understand that so many people's opinions and things like that easily sway you and suppress you down to where a lot of people aren't reaching their dreams and don't have the support system that says, hey, you can do it. You can be anything you want. Doesn't matter what color you are, where you're from, you can do it. And having that one person, just that one person, you said your family was like that, right? I want to say, though, I think that's the importance of exposure when your, your family may not be exposed either. So even people only know what they know, what they have access to. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know. 
So there's only so much support certain people can provide just from their frame of reference and just because of they have a limited understanding or limited knowledge or limited exposure. So while I did have support from uh, my immediate family, I think not knowing which direction or the how of who to contact or not knowing someone who's done this before and not knowing how to navigate that. And I think that's why it's super important to have a professional coach, have a mentor, have someone who's been there, done that, or someone that can guide you along, you know, a journey or along, you know, path uncharted. Right. And I don't, I hope I'm not taking another one of your quotes, but there is another saying that says that you should not take advice from someone that you wouldn't want to walk in their shoes. Exactly. And, and it's just it's similar to what you just said. People just may not know. They may not have the frame of reference and they can only tell you so much because they've only seen or experienced so much. So there, there's a limitation on how they can support you, help you. And there's a limitation to the way they see the world or they see opportunities. And sometimes people will project, again, their own self-limiting beliefs on you because that's all they know. And it may not be that someone is ill-intended, but that may be actually the result, an adverse reaction. And we've seen so much of this in the last year and a half with a pandemic. So many people having their own opinions about what's going on and what should happen and what, who said what and what's on the news and, and this person's right, this person's wrong and I'm going to do this anyway and I can listen to them and so many things going on. You were an essential worker working in the healthcare environment as well, but you saw that. You saw that, hey, this is not where I need to be. It's not my calling. I'm destined for more. And you took that leap of faith and you went out and started your own company. Now, tell me a little bit about your company and how you help people create these dreams. So I believe they already have the dream. So I, I don't dream. Yeah, I don't help them create the dream. My goal is to help them attach a reality to the dream. For example, one of the clients that I'm working with right now really has an idea about something they want to create, but they feel stuck. I felt stuck so, so many times in life. And my goal of all of the coaching is to have a breakthrough. And one of the things when working with a professional coach is you find a lot of these barriers or limitations are in our minds. A lot of these barriers and limitations is just because, again, lack of exposure or because something that's happened in the past, maybe you failed in a different area in the past and we carry that into every situation. And when you're working with a coach, they don't have those same limitations. They don't have those same barriers that you have in your mind about something that happened years ago. So my goal is to help people attach a reality to it. What's your strategy behind it? How can I support you on this? So the thing that we start with is clarity. I think the number one thing is most people lack clarity. The what and the why. Simon Sinek, start with the why. Then what? You know, what does that look like? And understanding again that it's a process because what it looks like today, it may not look like that six months from now because you learn more, you continue, you, you grow, you evolve. But having a strong foundation of here's my vision. So that the biggest thing we start with is clarity, the what and the why, then vision, then strategy. What plans are we putting in place to execute on that? And then the last step is taking action. And I think one of the things with 
coaching, that it's super powerful. It's having someone to support you for that nudge. I think a lot of people, including myself, when you're a high achiever or you're a perfectionist, sometimes you will stay stuck and just kind of like just circle and go in circles and go in circles and go in circles because it's not, it's not right. It's not exactly how you like it. Whereas if someone that did it at 95%, but they kept going, yours is at 99.9, but it wasn't exactly that 100%, so you didn't move forward. And that is something that I've had to personally work on. And I think what really sets me apart is because a lot of these things I've personally experienced and personally worked through that I can help. I, I see it so quickly and easily in others. It's like, okay, I've, I actually had my coach tell me, Raven, your 70% is someone else's 110. That you were so hard on yourself and you didn't even move forward. You could have gone further and, and went ahead and taken the next step. But because that one little thing was off, you didn't move forward. And we call it being perfectionist, but it's oftentimes allowing ourselves to stay stuck. It's oftentimes doubting ourselves and just spiraling in circles and circles and circles. So how do we push forward, even though it's not our version of perfect? And that's what I work with people on, how to make sure that they have that, that breakthrough. And also too, the reset. I love to share with people about the reset because I categorize people in three different categories. You're either in a reset, you're about to go through a reset, or you just went through a reset. We go through resets in career, family, relationships. And the biggest part of the reset at the, at the very beginning is the pause. Slow down to figure out, okay, let me reevaluate. Let me reassess whatever I'm experiencing or what just happened. So I can gather some information about it so I can move forward with strategy and specificity. Right. And I love that you say taking action, you know, taking action. A lot of people tend to do the work and overanalyze things till the meat falls off the bone, (laughs) you know, overanalyze, it's called analysis paralysis. They overanalyze over and over and over and never take the step forward to make things happen. And sometimes it takes a coach. And I know I, I, for my clients as well, as I'm always nudging them, always finding them, hey, you're doing it, you're doing that, you're doing that. And they go, I see you. <laughs> you know, and you need that accountability sometimes to move forward. And coaches should have coaches. So I have a coach to keep me accountable so that I can keep my clients accountable. And it's all a domino effect to keep growing and keep, keep learning and achieve those goals and desires that we want. And like you said, things don't usually look the same as what we envisioned them because there's a process. There's a process and there's a lot of twists and turns and ups and downs for that process. But as long as we get to that end result, that's what makes it happen. But even then, don't stop. Don't stop. Have a strategy, have a plan to continue that momentum. And you help people do that. All right. So what is lighting you up these days, Raven? What are you doing now? moving forward in your business, in your career, in your life to help make sure that your dreams continue to go? Well, one of the things that is lighting me up right now is my physical fitness. So I just hit the big 3-0 and I'm really making sure that uh, not only my mental fitness is on point, but also my physical fitness. So I have a special attention to what I'm eating what I'm drinking and just working out more and more. I've gotten the opportunity now that it's warmer out 
to do a lot of walking, thinking, uh, meditating. But I think that's super important. Uh, I was very fortunate. I, did, I didn't gain, my, my friend and I, we laugh about it, the, the COVID-20. So I, I'm trying to make sure that I keep it off too, because it, it's uh, food is very enticing. So <laughs> making sure that I, I work on my physical fitness and that um, not only my mind is strong, but my body is strong as well. That's what's lighting me up right now. That keeping it moving. <laughs> That's right. And staying on top of your health is so important. It's so important. Become a higher achiever. And a lot of people forget that. And I knew that COVID was hitting and everybody was going to be at home and be at home eating bonbons on the couch. And I totally turned that around. And I lost, I released, I don't want to lose it because I don't want to find it. I released 80 pounds. I said, "Uh uh-uh, I know what's happening and I'm going to do everything I can to combat (laughs) what is occurring, make sure my health is in tip top shape. And, you know, not your health, your immune system, because the immune system is very important during that time as well. I want my immune system to be good. I didn't want anything in my body was going to suppress me in any kind of way to be more successful to getting, you know, a virus or anything like that. So that I commend you for that and keep up with the great health. Now, I want to leave by giving our listeners three tips that they can take with them so that they can achieve these dreams of theirs that are definitely in their heart and in their minds at all times. Yes. So my top three are journaling, dedicated quiet time, and working on your mental fitness. Journaling, number one, has been life-changing for me. As someone who always has a thousand ideas, I need to get them out on paper, better out than in to release my mind and to give me peace of mind with all the different ideas and draw arrows to this, move this over here, organize it, and just to really put it on paper and out of my head to give me some relaxation and to let my mind rest. So journaling is definitely game changer, daily habit that I have. Number two, dedicated quiet time. I love my quiet time. And I think that's where I get the best ideas. I just sit and and you know what? It's different amount of time for everyone, depending on their personal and professional responsibilities. So even if it's five minutes just to just be with yourself and to think, and it just let, you know, thoughts come in, come out again, relaxing the mind. And then last but not least, number three, mental fitness. So I, all of this is about mental fitness. But when I think about mental fitness, anything you can do to strengthen your mind, such as listening to personal and professional development podcasts such as this, a reading always being a continuous learner. How can I grasp the most amount of information? And I think these are three keys to having a successful life and to really just making sure that you're having a life where you're thriving and not just surviving. So there you have it, listeners. We have Raven's three tips, which is a journal, 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 journal. Raven, let me ask you this. Do you sleep with a notepad by your bed? I do. In case <laughs> an idea comes to my mind. And the first thing I wake up in the morning too, typically sounds like, Wait. 
So like, oh yeah, write that down, write that down. Right, write it down, write it down, journaling, organize it and, cr- and create a daily habit to journal each and every single day. Dedicated quiet time, I know that I absolutely have to break away for an hour each day. Break away and that is my quiet time. I'll take a 20 minute nap recharge and I am a go-getter for the second half of my day but I have to have that me time every day I don't care where I am I'll get in a car drive somewhere on a tree and then sit there and get my hour and that is so important that's so important and also proper rest and then lastly you talked about mental fitness strengthen your mind Life is a journey and it's all about learning. And as you learn, you grow. If you sit it on the couch and just sit there watching TV all, all day, you're not learning anything. You must learn if you want to be someone, right, in this world, in this great, great, beautiful, even though with everything that's going on, still a beautiful world. You must continue to learn. Learning is a process. So be hungry for learning and growing each and every day. Well, Raven, I thank you so much for being on this episode of Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Uh, tell listeners, where can they find you? The best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. I am Raven M. Harris on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram. Definitely send me a message. To tell me that you heard me on this podcast as well as my website is activatethedream.com. Activatethedream.com with Raven Michelle. Well, thank you again so much, Raven, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I truly, truly enjoyed you, as well as our listeners, I'm sure. It was my pleasure, Christy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.